the Panthers went home. everyone and well here we go Not this with the fake voice <laughs> hi okay everyone. yeah let's get rid of that hey everyone welcome back to the six-year difference i'm your host shelby and i'm your other host maddie and you're watching disney channel stop with the disney channel <laughs> okay, okay 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 they we technically didn't one. hear it we were so we annoying <laughs> okay so um first of all red bubble um go check out our red right. bubble i promise i will get new stickers up on there it's just school you know school is hard school is also hard. blackouts so like come on you really <laughs> get a sticker <laughs> why are you but get a sticker um yeah also okay so the next episode episode seven is we're thinking about having our grandmother on the episode and i was gonna <gasps> say yeah. Um, if you have any questions or anything you would like to know, because I feel like we mention her almost every episode. Yeah. Please our send true, us our an biggest email. Fan. Yeah. Please send us an email or a DM and we will ask her those questions. Um, we can also, I'll do an Instagram poll, like ask us yeah. a question. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Ask us what you would want to ask your grandma or want to ask our grandma. We don't care. Right. Any questions yeah. for general like questions for grandma. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh yeah, this we mention her so often that I feel like we should, you know, have the audience. Yeah, <laughs> and then it won't be us just giving our unsolicited opinions for an hour. It will be more probably fun. what's wrong with our viewing. It's like three minutes average views. Great, us being like we have a whole research podcast on the generations. We think boomers suck, and that's it. <laughs> Thanks. Featuring and this podcast being like. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be a boomer for, to end all the boomers. <laughs> this, is, this is episode six. This is episode six. It feels like episode 67, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Coming to you live in the middle of a pandemic and also rolling also, blackouts in Texas. Yeah, Are you rolling okay? blackouts. Yeah, you know, I've been just chilling. Andrew's the one that I'm really worried about, but that's that's fine. <laughs> Well, I mom was telling me that because of where you guys are at, you actually have it a little bit better because you're on a you're with a different company yeah. than the one that everyone is like yeah upset with, right? Yeah. So everyone across from the highway, like um, so like on the, grandma side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're kind of. It hasn't been too good for them. They're freaking the past few days. Yes. So basically, you're you've been on rolling blackouts, which means it goes out for a few hours and then it comes back on. Yeah yeah okay and they've Um, been on no power for like 48 hours basically yeah it's been pretty bad on that side of town um but yeah okay so if this podcast randomly cuts out people it's because you know rolling blackouts (laughs) we just go go straight on to episode seven (laughs) we just that's the end of this podcast moving on to the next one (laughs) keeping right along (laughs) exactly Um, so yeah, I hope everyone is staying warm and safe. Um, yes. Andrew asked me, so how are you doing with all the blackouts? And I was like, well, he, we had a, like a snowstorm, but like 
Cincinnati's kind of prepared for winter weather, but it, that's an interesting thing because people here, I just saw some, this post, like people here are complaining, but like, it's not as bad. Like we get snow and it's really freaking cold, but like it, at least we know how to, you know, they right. know how to handle it. Like right. our power doesn't go out, you know? Right. Cause you guys are prepared for this kind of event. It's just that we don't have like snow plows, you know? Right stored right. in the back like so like we can't clear yeah. roads nobody knows right. how to salt roads it's not that hard but like nobody is like oh well that's not the thing that you think I about should do exactly so um yeah. i will say that so i live in an apartment that's basically like a house um but i live on the bottom <laughs> the bottom floor and my landlord typically comes and shovels the driveway and like the the like back parking spaces um and he did that which is great but because my car was parked in the space, I had snow all around the perimeter of my car. So today when I was having to get out of my space, I got stuck and I was just, I was pressing the gas a lot. So my tires were like, and then all of a sudden I just went, so down and my my parking space is on an incline and my car said yeet like it just <laughs> yeeted so fast down and I was like thank god the two people that park on the parking spaces behind me weren't there because I would have destroyed those cars <laughs> like I literally like my Avenger said Avenger transform and then it was like <laughs> like it went so crazy um so yeah i started parking on the street because i was like when i got home i was like not today <laughs> oh no thank you but i was like i guess i could just get a shovel and like put it in my car but you know i don't have time for that no 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 so full-time job everyone yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. full-time job six kids i mean a career a you know a salaried <laughs> career it's very hard um but yeah zoom's orped how are you I'm, you know, it's fun. I downloaded an entire an entire K drama on uh, uh, on Netflix. Oh, because you of know, the power rolling blackouts. So I downloaded like 24 episodes of this one show, and I'm almost okay. done with it. So you know, boredom just hits different sometimes. Honestly, um, yeah. I mean, it also helps that they're only like 24 minutes long. Um, and I've already seen the Chinese version of the like the exact same show. I I enjoy the show 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 much more. You show so much more. I enjoy the show 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 much more because they cut out all the like stuff you don't need in order to like keep the plot going. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's what I that's what I always say about like um, Chinese TV shows where it's it, they just like drag out and just insert all of these extra plot lines and I'm like I don't need to know this we're 50 <laughs> episodes in and the two main characters haven't gotten together yet but um, the K-drama keeps it very like like um, condensed um, okay which I appreciate I'm really really glad it's called A Love So Beautiful it's on Netflix go watch it <laughs> things, things, are, things are coming to my ted talk um, what have i been watching i well i said this in the last episode but i um am almost almost sex in the city again but it's the same thing as that k-drama it's like those episodes are 30 minutes long yeah so i mean i could do 10 12 in a day and it's just exactly whatever. and it's no big deal it's yeah yeah 
Yeah. And I mean, I'm not proud of that. And I know that like, that's embarrassing, I guess, but like, you know, it's desperate times. Call you for know, exactly. Exactly. I made a list. I told one of my friends this, I made a list of 20, uh, my 2021, 21 K dramas or like my 21 dramas list. So I you put 21 and like color as you watch it. Oh, I should do that. Um, I, but yeah, I've been doing that. So I've watched like five dramas so far and this was going to, this is going to be my sixth one of this Exciting. year, of this year, like January guys, I just, it's February. It's February, exactly. Like starting <laughs> January. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so it's fine. Oh, Anywho, any any hoozle, any hoozies. Um, this is a well. I feel like our podcast is when we. Oh, my bad. Almost oh, knocked that microphone. Chill. Okay, MMA. Back up. Back up. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll delete all of that. <laughs> Okay, so um, what what else is there to catch up on? Matt, Maddie and I, I mean, we text and we keep in co- constant contact, but um, yeah, the podcast is now the one time a week that we are really seeing each other for a long period of time. Yeah. Anything else going on? Um, not, no. Okay, just one quick thing I want to mention, just because I need to get it off my chest and it's been You're about like... to fight me on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. We need to talk. No, no, no. Don't um, get it Do you want me to turn the cameras off? No. <laughs> I need to stop this Zoom recording. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, I just need to get it off my chest. It just happened. We all know K-pop. Woohoo. Okay, that's my disclaimer that I'm just going to give you. Um, okay, so basically, NCT127 just came out with oh, their, new, boy. their new Japanese mini album. If you If you like techno, electronic, neo music, go check it out if not don't bother because you're gonna hate it (laughs) (laughs) it's so it's (laughs) when i say when i say they woke up and chose violence when they like recorded this album i'm saying they woke up and chose violence when they recorded in a good way it's called love holic and it's all about like being addicted to love and itself and so like there's there's no ballad songs in this album it's all just like oh yeah girl i want to i want to you know love you like love you as in like double meaning double meaning yeah yeah exactly and this is the first time they want to beat the bop exactly exactly (laughs) so explicit Anyways, do we have um, to mark this as explicit when we upload it? To no, because I didn't say any. I didn't say any bad words. They want to. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> they want to. They want to love. In the double context of the word, a winky winky. <laughs> yeah, like. Anyways, but that's kind of what I've been dealing with. Um, <laughs> nice. If I bump the mug with my microphone one more time, I might just end the meeting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's um, fair. I'm trying to think but if there's yeah. anything else. Uh, Music-wise, um, that I've been listening to, I listen to the same thing every day. I listen to that new SZA song, Good Days. I think I've heard it at least a thousand times. It's already in my top on Apple Music. Um, I re-listen to the Control album by SZA, <laughs> Claro, and Men I Trust. You know what? Because I got issues and I'm a woman. That's what that says about me. Amen, sister. <laughs> Apparently, um, Apple Music's already coming out with their 2021 replay. Yeah, I, I feel saw like that. I, 
I think that they feel threatened by Spotify. But I I will say that Spotify's rewind that people share looks freaking cool. It does. Honestly, yeah. Whenever people share their Spotify like rewinds of the year, I'm like, I wish that was called Unwrapped. Yeah, they're yeah, unwrapped, I think. Because it's like the Chris it's Christmas time. They're like, oh, Okay, on popular opinion, I used to use Spotify. I don't. I haven't used it in years. Um, thank you. Shout out to Dad for letting me still be on the family Apple Music plan. But I love Apple Music. I yeah yeah. I think we had a conversation with like with our cousins one time during Christmas about it. Um, but I was like, it's also just very hard to switch over from one music platform to another. And when you have yeah. so many playlists and all of that stuff already accumulated, you can't really. Here's the thing that gets annoying is when you have a friend that's good at making playlists or whatever, and then it's like, hey, can I share this with you? I really love it. And you're like, boop, boop. I have Apple Music. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. I, I really like Apple Music. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, Spotify. I, I deliberately downloaded Spotify just to make playlists for my friends who are losers and don't have Apple Music. I love that dedication. Thank you. I try. Um, so are we ready to get into today's topic? Yeah. Now that we've gone over, you know, everything that's going on. Our life. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about education. But not, not in a boring way. I, not I, in I a boring way. Tell, Moral bio, even... like, yeah. Sorry. No, mm-hmm. it's okay. No, you're fine. What were you going to say? I was going to say more about like our experiences, less about like, oh, I enjoyed chemistry. Okay. I like how you were, <laughs> you're being so sensitive. But so- just a disclaimer, I told Madison before this, I when I was editing um, episode five, I got so freaking annoyed with the both of us because we kept interrupting each other. And then like on the Zoom call, it just doesn't come through. So when I'm editing the audio, I'm like, what is that freaking sound? Like, I can't hear it. So I don't know. You know what? And also I give up. I don't know what's fun anymore. I don't know if I'm boring. You're annoying. I'm annoying. We both annoying. I don't know if people like this anymore. And you know what? I don't care. Okay. This is just something we can show to our this kids is just, one day. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? I, this is what yeah. I want to talk about. So here we yeah. are. Okay. So, um, okay. So yeah, education. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we... So- we school experiences yeah let's talk like primary let's start with primary school so aka like you know grade school so like elementary to elementary school yeah what were Um, what were some like prominent things you remember from those times like what were your what are your takeaways i guess your experiences okay so i'm gonna be real i was just telling maddie this um i don't remember hardly anything from third to sixth grade i I blacked it out i don't know i don't know what happened (laughs) apparently i was bullied i don't remember mom told me that like when i was older and was like Mm -hmm. yeah you were bullied and i was like cool but however i did when i was younger um i went to kindergarten i think when mom and dad were like maybe just getting married or getting back together and then we did a lot of moving. So it, I didn't go to the same school consecutively until third grade, maybe. Oh, that's no cool. third grade. And then I stayed at that school for a couple of years. And then in the middle of sixth grade, I moved schools and then we moved to Texas seventh grade. So mm-hmm. it was kind of weird because I would say up until high school, I didn't really have a like 
cohesive group of friends because I was always moving. Mm-hmm. So I just rem- like, I don't mean this in a sad way, but I just remember being like doing solitary things a lot. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. That or hanging sounds- out with grandma. Yeah. I hung out with grandma a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. My friends would be like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, going to my grandma's house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wow, you But loser. I enjoyed like, it. What? <laughs> no, it was so fun. I, yeah. I like really enjoyed that. Yeah. So that's, that sounded so sad, but I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't think I would ever go back. Of course, I remember high school more vividly. And I also had like more solid friends that I saw all the time, but especially when we first moved to Texas, that was very weird because in Texas, like we kind of, it's not a small town, but when we first moved there, it's, it was a small town. It was small and it's like a, it's a tight knit community. So like everyone had been at the same schools since kindergarten yeah so like everyone knew each other and that was very intimidating because in Virginia it was more diverse Mm -hmm. um and like it was just easier even when I changed schools because we lived in a city that was like government based we lived right Mm -hmm. around DC so like people were moving and coming all the time Mm -hmm. whereas like in Georgetown People have been in Georgetown for years and years and years and years. Yeah, so you that, get like kind third, of fourth ge- generation, like, like kids dr- graduating Georgetown High School, that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. So what about what about you? I've always been jealous of actually your friend group. Not jealous, um, but I really admire your friends. I think it, it's been like a long ride. Um. <laughs> no, but I almost choked why (laughs) okay i'm gonna let you share your truth but okay so remember everyone that i'm six years older than maddie so when i was in early college i just remember mom and dad calling me and be like oh my god maddie got in this tiff with her one of her friends in the lunchroom and i'm like she has friends i didn't even have (laughs) (laughs) and it was so funny because you've had the same group of friends for like a a good while yeah i mean like i've had like the same core group of friends but like people have come and gone and like that kind of stuff so um i mean like we've had our tiffs and everything and obviously like we've talked about it we're cool um but like (laughs) can you please have can you start fake drama so we can bring someone on the podcast i'm not gonna start fake drama (laughs) no can you just can it can it be like remember that thing you said to me in sixth grade and we just (laughs) bring them on the podcast oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think my friend group was really like solidified solidified like i i had i had like i'll i'll say ccm um for privacy purposes i did not not the school (laughs) not the school not the school the person right i had ccm like from uh third grade moving forward and like obviously we've had our ups and downs and like whatever um actually bullied bullied this person (laughs) and then became friends with them yeah you didn't know this um like in second grade third 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 is when he came to georgetown Okay, and then you bullied him? Yeah, I mean, like, I bull- okay, you were a listen. bully. Okay, Yes. Triggering. Yes, I know it's hard to believe. Do you want to talk about your first grade kiss or what? No. It was actually <laughs> kindergarten, but thanks. <laughs> Things are making it sound sadder than it actually is. But anyways, okay, so con- continue on with your, your saga of school. Uh, okay, so CCM, third grade through high school, well, through now, you know. Um, and then we had MGZ. <laughs> 
I'm assuming mm-hmm. you know who I'm talking about when I say yeah, initials. Okay, I do. Good. Um, we had other M M M K. Yeah, this is getting very confusing for the listeners. I know. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Just say Basically, that you've known I people had, for a long time. Exactly, I've known people okay. for a while. Um, my my friend group came, became more solidified, and then like actually, you know, stayed consistent in high school. Um, a little a little friend drama in the mix there, but we don't gotta drop those names. And then um, oh yeah, true. yeah. And then you guys, you guys like that that group that that you had when you were in choir has essentially you all are still friends. Yeah, uh, actually, like we text, we have a group chat and everything. We had a Zoom meeting like a couple weeks ago, like which is really ago. cool because I've always admired Maddie because I haven't had friendships that have lasted that long. Mm-hmm. I would say the the most friends that I made have been as an adult that mm-hmm. I've kept for a very like for years now. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean I I definitely was close to a few people in high school that I remember, but I just had I really had a lot of friends that were in different groups, mm-hmm. which is hard because then you kind of don't belong in anything. You kind of just belong to everything, which is weird. Right. yeah yeah that kind of feeling of like not having a like an identity Um, yeah I I mean I guess it it wasn't dramatic like I was totally fine like and I wasn't like popular or anything but I think like people knew who I was and I could I could go in and out of where I wanted to be or no yeah I guess I agree agree. um but I I guess the people I knew most consistently would have been people that I had in orchestra Mm -hmm. um but anyways I was seeing is that Madison is really cool because when I was playing in Montreal a few years ago, I guess it would have been two years ago. Yeah. 2019. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of her friends lives there now. And so they, that she's known like essentially since elementary school and she went to like visit them, which is so mm-hmm. cool. It's cool with, that you just m- have with my two other known. friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool that yeah. you guys have had friends that you've known f- literally since you were like child. Yeah. Yeah, we actually talked about we we keep on talking about this. We want to go on a road trip again just because we thought, you know, uh, Canada was so much fun. So we want to go back up there eventually. Um yeah. So I'm I really I really I really enjoyed the trip with them. I wish it were more than 6 days long. <laughs> okay, I will say days. Montreal is like one of the especially in the summer, it's so great. It it like it is really a city that you could spend like at least 2 weeks in. Right. Yeah. You wanted no, to see everything and enjoy. Yeah. I really want to, I want to go back because I don't think I was in like a right mindset, like during that time in my life, because I had just gone through the friend drama with everyone just graduated high school. So yeah. I was still was dealing a lot. with, yeah, there was like a lot. I wasn't okay. Like I wasn't sound mentally. Um, yeah. Didn't have enough experiences yet to like actually enjoy the trip Yeah, um, I, to its yeah, fullest. So, yeah, I, I can see that. I think yeah. you would enjoy it even more if you went yeah. again yeah and i want to i want to go and explore more so like go to vancouver toronto like that kind of that would that be fun thing exactly i would that would um, be cool which which um years of school have you enjoyed the most so far college same yeah <laughs> college like um, i really yeah. there are people that i think about that i still interact with via social media that i I'll also add one thing. The lacrosse friends that I made when I played lacrosse, that was that was really nice having oh, those group yeah. of friends mm-hmm. in high school. Um, but like the people that I still interact with online that we've been friends 
you know, since high school or whatever, that's really nice. But I would say, yeah, my most memorable, enjoyable years was when I started college. But I think when you, when you go to college, you're like, you're, you start a major. And for me, it's really easy because being a music major school is small. Mm-hmm. So you're immediately put into a group with people that have the same sort of goals and mindsets and like um, career paths as you. So right. it was easier for me. Um, and so I'm immediately immersed with like everyone that's like-minded. It's right. easy to make friends, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, of course, like those friendships have faded and gone too, but I definitely have made friends that I've been friends with since like freshman year. Right. Yeah. Of college. Well- yeah I think that's very like I think with college um obviously I I think the thing that I enjoyed most about my years here before graduating um is the friendships that I made and so like when people ask me to look back and remember what I like the most it would be like I made these friends and I know that you know they're going to be at my wedding and like that kind of thing like I want them to be in my life that's um, that's a thing. Yeah. I, I I mean, it's so fitting that we've talked about we're talking about education, but we've completely talked about friends. And here's the thing, like, you know, the people that you surround yourself with really shape the experience. Oh, 100%. when it comes to education. And it changes your mindset, it influences your behavior, it influences, you know, whether you're successful or not. Like when I've surrounded myself with people that are not in the best of places and I'm easily influenced, I look back and I it's not their fault. It's just like, I can tell that that really influenced my time versus when I've been around people that are, you know, that had, have become super close to me and have really influenced me to do like really positive things that I'm so thankful for, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And like with my, with my main group of friends that I had like throughout high school and that kind of stuff, um, I used to think that I was like really dumb because compared to them, my grades were like academically I was not as like good as they were um but like looking back on it now changing my mindset about it I'm more appreciative because I feel I feel like you know it's like everyone has something to bring to the table and so I they still appreciated me as a person and still like me as a friend even though I wasn't as academically to par as they were like I was you know still like my personality yeah but I always thought like I mean I mean, I know your friends and I thought that you were, I mean, I've always told you that I thought you were way cooler than I w- ever was like, and I actually really admired you from starting from when you were a young age, because I think you, because in your group of friends, sure, maybe you don't get like the best marks, but like you're very active and being caring and trying to like, you know, get along with everyone and be inclusive of everyone and you stick up for people and, and like, I think each one of you guys in that group, you know, you, you fit well together because you each have a certain special quality about you. Right. Yeah. And I think that's why we like still keep up to this day. And like, I miss them sometimes. I'm like, this pandemic sucks. (laughs) Like we can't give each other hugs anymore. It's fine. Yeah. But no, I mean, I I would say like, um, for, I, I, I really don't have like that many close, close, close best friends i would say Mm. i have a lot of good friends like really close friends but um to the (laughs) to like the people that i would consider myself the closest that i i think that that's what makes it more like special and so yeah like during the pandemic it kind of sucks even though i got lucky and my my one of my best friends came and like stayed with me for like a month or two so right 
Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I live by myself, okay? <laughs> but I will say I love friends, but I think in order to also be successful at school, you know, it's it was hard because when I when I was watching you go into, you know, like your freshman year, um freshman year is so overwhelming because you're it's just like a new thing Mm -hmm. and you're trying to be friends with everyone it's like kind of like going into like a second round of high school but like more fun more cool more exposure to things right and like but you get more choice because you have like the only in high school you only have the people that like are still there and like you've known still right well you get a chance to be like for me the way that I viewed it when I went to college and, and mom and dad said that too. They were like, you really block, like, ugh, I hate that term. Like I've become who I am. And I, I think I said, I don't know if I suppressed that when I was younger or if I just made the conscious, like, and I think even when I started college, I was pretty like meek. Like yeah. I was pretty shy, but like I started to become, you know, who I am now. But like, I think that that's normal, whatever. What I'm right. trying to say is, freshman year can be overwhelming because you feel you still feel the pressure to um socialize you know, socialize prove build a friend group yep yep it's it's hard and then it yeah. becomes very distracting from like why you're there mm-hmm. so it's it, yeah it's it's difficult and now that I'm in like an, an upper level degree <laughs> I remember saying like when I went to CCM I'm like I have friends I don't need friends but but it's it's like it's just because like you're just at a totally different place in your life I mean you enter school at 18 and now I'm 26 I think I went to school when I was 17 so like yeah no yeah yeah. very different yeah anyways that was a tangent what else do we no no I think me on track to to add to add to your point really quick I think what you're trying to get at is that whenever you're you've grown up with people that you go to school with they kind of have like an expectation for how you act and like what you do and what your personality is so anything beyond that anything off character everyone's like like you say something that's totally left field for what they expect you to be and then everyone kind of criticizes so you kind of have to like close yourself off to like these boundaries um of like what people expect you to be but then when you go to college it's kind of like a blank slate you're like, oh, nobody's expecting me to do anything. Exactly. Like, I I can completely be myself. Like I'm not constrained in any way. Um, well, so yeah. that was an interesting thing to because so I hid in high school. I hid yeah. that I was in orchestra because it was something that wasn't cool. And what's crazy is I was so successful in orchestra. Mm-hmm. Like I was always a leader. I was always doing the competitions. I went to like this really prestigious camp. I was taking lessons every week, sometimes twice a week. I was like practicing six hours a day, almost eight sometimes like that summer that with Jessica. And like, it's crazy because I hid all of that. And then when I went to college, like when I went for music, I was around people that were like just doing that all the time. So, I mean- I mean, it's not perfect. It's not like freaking like the movies that you watch, like music school like that. It's normal. But like, it was like, oh my God, like I I can now achieving doesn't have to be this like closeted thing. You know, I really, it was cool to get people that recognize me in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I, when I was successful and had accomplished a lot in, in music, it was like, not something I had to be and um 
ashamed of. And now mm -hmm. like when I tell people that I'm a musician or like probably people I've seen, they're always like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Right. So yeah, no, the stigmatism is very like, like really changed, especially in Texas. But I especially mean, back in the day, in it was kind of bad, but yeah, because it's all like football. Ooh, it's about sports. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Um, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I, d I totally agree. Like blank slate. So yeah. um, education wise, which, which um, part of your education do you think was the most unnecessary? Unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary. Like, just not, like useless. Um, I don't, I think I, well now me saying now, um, I try to do the more optimistic thing where I'm like, everything has an impact on you and like that kind of I'm stuff. I'm thinking like those classes in high school that you like had to take that were just like, no. Probably I'd say like um, geometry. Um, oh, geometry. I almost geometry, put a freaking D in geometry. Chemistry. I, oh, yeah. I get bi like basic biology. I get understanding that. The basics, yes. But I feel like there should be something where it's like, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. So I shouldn't right. have to take these courses. I'd rather take these courses instead that are actually going to help and propel me in well, my future career. I remember being in uh, pre-AP, I, I don't know, pre-Cal or something like that. Yeah. And my teacher was like, I was, I wasn't, or maybe I wasn't even in pre-AP. I was just really good at pre-Cal. Um, and I was doing really well in the class. And I was like, <laughs> the football players would like sit near me and I would help them or like talk them through some stuff. Mm -hmm. And my teacher, um, she was, she was telling mom, cause mom worked at the school. She was like, she still works at the school. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> she was telling mom, like Shelby should take AP calculus. And my mom was like, She's gonna be a musician. She doesn't need AP calculus. And I was like, thank yeah. God. I was so she knows how to count me measures like this. Yeah, bro. I gotta go one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three. Like, I don't need to do that. Like you so. just gotta do fractions. Like that ain't calculus material. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank God. Um yeah. but yeah. Okay, what else? What else do we have on here? Um well, so what did you I guess the takeaways, because we kind of already talked about our experiences. So like takeaways or like, what kind of would you tell yourself in the past? What would you tell your past self to maybe make that experience a little bit better, maybe a little bit easier? Um, I think, I think for me, Again, this is going to sound like I, I'm a sad girl. I, I mean, I guess I don't really talk about this, but I remember feeling like in middle school and a little bit of high school until maybe around my sophomore year, I just felt like it's not even misunderstood. I just, I, it almost felt performative. Like it was like, like I, I was the funny kid in class. Like, I mean, I had a lot of friends, but again, like I didn't fit in those groups. So I still kind of felt like alone mm -hmm. and I, I could go back I would just tell myself like it's okay like it's mm -hmm. it, like and I and I think now like I'm really glad that I 
that we moved around a lot and I had those experiences because I think as an adult, it's made me really, um, I'm able to go anywhere. I, I like I could pick up and right now move and I would, I know I can make it. I know I can make right. a circle of friends. I know I could be successful and I know I could hustle. Right. And like, I'm, I'm really proud of that for me. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's made me super independent. Mm-hmm. Like I love living alone. Um, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm adaptable and I, I love being like that. And I'm in a great career to have that as a quality. So mm-hmm. in those ways, like when I was really stressed about like, will I ever have a boyfriend or like a solid group of friends? Like will I ever just, yes, I will. And like, it'll be totally okay. And now like I'm, I'm totally myself and I'm living, I'm learning, I'm laughing, I'm loving. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's a good message actually. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of that stuff just really helps you, you know? Yeah. When, when you think it's weird or when you think you're not cool or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think. What about you? I think the one thing I would want to tell myself is that you're not going to have a deep relationship with everyone. And that's totally fine. That's normal. Madison. Because I always try. I always try. I get like, okay. I get that having like a lot of like a bigger circle is not bad as long as you know you keep it pretty like tip the iceberg level you're like hey how's your day going like I know that you told me about this one thing you had to do how did that go like that's cool but like me trying to share you know these deep connections with everyone um well I've told you this Madison and I have had talks recently my you know I I would say I'm almost completely the opposite when it comes to this yeah 100 percent, and which is something i envy about you because you just i think it's not this is sounds so ruthless ruthless but you just let people go when you know they're not good for you like you have no issues cutting people off and i want to be like that but, but okay but, but I here's the thing. it's not cutting people off because it's not i've never formed a deep enough relationship with that person to have to worry about it that's fair here's the thing about me i detest um confrontation yeah I detest drama Mm -hmm. and I detest having to like someone that you have to like it's burden after burden after burden like yeah it's not gonna go well with me so if I sense that in a person I'm immediately like I can't do this I don't need you yeah yeah because well but here's the difference is that I had to learn that because now like and, and I've I really struggled. Um, be, so my best friend that I have now um, used to hate me. And I, well, I kind of hated him too. But when I was younger, I, I thought I needed to be friends with everyone too. And then as I got older, you know, now I, I'm like, <laughs> I already have friends. Like if you're not exactly. going to add to my life. Right. So I'm, try, I'm trying to teach Madison from my mistakes, right. like, you know, there's some people that are so worth your time and energy because they're going to give it back to you and they're going to replenish you. And then there's other people that are going to freaking suck suck you dry. Yeah. Yeah. And then just peace out and like, you know, not why. And like, I've gotten better at it. Like now, obviously. Um, and I think what helps is like me just kind of using like echo boards and like bouncing off of people. I'm like, listen, this is what's going on with this person tell me if you think this is bad or not what should I do what should I say yeah so uh, so basically you don't have to have deep relationships with everybody um because I think that's it stretches you out way too thin and it it runs your energy dry and like that's something that I wish I would have learned sooner um 
but that's kind of my message to my past self and future self because you know I feel like I always need to keep that in mind whenever yeah yeah no I think I mean it's it's so hard with friendships like I mean I I think as you get older like you're good at reading people and empathizing with people and all that stuff those those you kind of only really just hone in on those skills more and I I would say what's frustrating to me is that when I'm wrong I'm like really like I feel bad about it because I'm typically pretty good like within the first few minutes of speaking to someone I you know I don't have like details but I'm like eh we're gonna get along or absolutely not yeah and when I get along and it goes downhill I'm like I really yeah I really messed up yeah, no, I think that's all, also another thing that I've always been envious of you about because you're always very good at reading people. And like, I know that you said I'm like kind of okay at it. I'm pretty decent, but I also, I choose to see past all of these like red flags because you, you I'm like, I look them. for the best in people. I'm like, everyone has potential. Everyone has their trauma. I should be understanding of everyone when like, yeah, I mean, like you should be understanding of everyone, but that doesn't mean they're going to be beneficial to you. And like, you're going to be beneficial to them either. Right. Um, so that it's like a hard thing to understand. Um, right. when you're well, just like, everyone has their trauma that they've come from and like all that stuff. Absolutely. So. I think the thing with friends is like, there's people that have trauma that like are okay sitting in the trauma. And they are okay, like projecting that. Then there's other people that 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 have come to a good place and have kind of worked through things and and will not project on you. And you know that's right. that's who I strive to be and as a friend. And mm-hmm. I would consider myself when I'm close to people, I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people that aren't like in person. So to all my friends that live in different parts of the country, I I love you. I think about you all the time. I probably won't ever text you um, because I'm shit. But like, I would say when I'm there, I'm there. And I, I'm going to be yeah. a great friend to you because I just, you know, I, I want to be there. But, right. um, and I've gotten so lucky in, in college. I would say I have like probably 10 to 12 friends I could call up right now and FaceTime for three hours or, I would feel totally comfortable getting on a plane and flying to them or like driving to them or whatever, you know? And like, that is really cool. And I would say after mom and dad have met my friends, they love them. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, they're so great. And they're this. And, that. and like, I mean, with my best friend, they're like, is, is he coming to Christmas time? And I'm like, okay, you didn't even ask if I was coming home, <laughs> you know? And that, like, I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of my friends. And that's how you should feel. You should feel like excited and like right. energized. You should never feel proud. like you have to make excuses for your friend's behavior right. in front of your parents for them to like them. Like that's, that's what I've been Or for your for other friends. <laughs> exactly. If you have to, for your other friends, you're like, so-and-so is coming, but don't, don't like blah, blah, blah. No, like you should be able to be like my best friend, so-and-so is coming and they're awesome and they're fire and you're going to love them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love bringing all my friends together. Like even ones that don't know each other and even ones that like maybe would never have met outside. It's like, I love this person for a reason and I don't keep dumb people around me. So like, let's go. It's awesome. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
anyways so this has turned into a podcast about friends (laughs) (laughs) i mean a lot of education is literally about like the social interaction like you said before um yeah friends friends Uh, and then like do we think that higher education is necessary oh yeah okay so actually talking about education (laughs) um so here's my take on higher education secondary education whatever one whatever you want to call it i think that everyone should like go trudge through high school get their their high school diploma and or their ged equivalent because a lot of people require those in order right. to have a job so you you just need to have that yeah you really like it doesn't matter if you get like a like a ged or like actual traditional high school diploma just at least trudge through and get that um right. secondary education it's not <laughs> it's not for everybody um, the traditional four-year bachelor degree thing. It's not for everyone. Okay, let me just go on a small mini tyrant, tirade, uh, vent. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Here's my Tyrant? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be a tyrant. I'm going to go on a tirade, okay? School costs a lot of money, okay? If school, universities are businesses at the end of the day. They want your money, and they want you to come there and they want you pay a lot of money, a lot of money, okay? A lot of it. People that you don't need a degree, um, like for example, let's just say you heard that uh, you want to be like, I don't know, what's a, what's like a general degree that people like, get and then like well, they end up not using oh, it? Oh, I don't. Like uh, like just, just certain degrees. If you don't know what you want to be yet or like, you want to do something like you want to be an electrician. You want yeah. to be um, a plumber. You want to be blah, 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 so on and Welder, so forth. That, like there that is nothing stuff. wrong with that. In oh. fact, you should go take time to figure out or go and do a trade school because there is no... Universities are feeding this narrative that you have to have a college degree in like, order this to is be the someone. Only way, yeah, this is the only and way it's you'll just, be successful. It's not truth. Yeah, like think of, think of how many people have degrees that are just completely unqualified. And here's the thing. Think about this. The market is now flooded. You have doctors out there that got C's their whole way through medical school. Those people are diagnosing you. Like, that's terrifying to me. I think about that in mil- uh, music school. Like, I have, I know people, no offense to anyone, I'm not saying names, people that have jobs that like BS their way <laughs> through school. And it's like, it's the same thing. Like, you know, if you if we want these people to be highly qualified, not everybody should be coming a doctor. Not everybody should be coming a lawyer, a musician, or whatever. Right. Everything should be seen more as like a specialty. If you need to go to college, like for example, law school to be a lawyer, absolutely, go yes. get that degree. Please. Try your best. But if not everybody was going, it wouldn't cost so much. Like there would be more scholarship so on and so forth you know don't get yourself in a bad place that's all i'm saying okay right rant over no yeah no no i agree i think um honestly with the people who are getting degrees and like or maybe are not sure what they want to do um and they're just going to choose like a general major go get your basics done first at like a community college because it costs so Absolutely. much less right you can get that done in a year honestly i know one of my friends did it like got well, and all here's of her basics done in a year the thing about it is that society, your parents, your environment, whatever, pushes you and says that you're a loser. You know, if you're a hustler, you can make it. You will make it 
you'll be fine. Um, like this whole thing about universities being like, you have to live on campus when you're a freshman. Um, that's just so they can make money. Um, university housing is ridiculous. Look at your campus bill one day. I mean, and then the thing is, is like you have kids that go that are just not meant to go to school. I mean, if you hated high school the whole way through and you never wanted to be in a class ever again, now you're paying like a thousand dollars for one credit hour and you have to show up. And if you're not showing up, you're flushing dollars down the drain that either your parents are paying or that you will pay back tenfold when you graduate. Yeah. Don't go. It's okay. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it. Like the college experience is in American culture is so like hyped up and it's, it, you know, it's it's not worth it, but it's not that great. You know, Yeah. It's not for everyone and it's not worth it. Like just to end up having to pay back all this debt and like, no, no. And you know, some look at the, like, do what you love and, and find the best path and find examples of people that yeah. got to that path. And, and, you know, don't psych yourself out. You know, if you want to be like, um, a realtor or like whatever, like there's just so many ways to do it where you don't have to, you know, go figure it out for a couple of years at a four-year university, get a degree that you never use again. Right. Really think about it. If you're not there, that's okay. There's other jobs. There's jobs that you can do in between. You can move to a place. You can take time to travel, blah, 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 blah. Like none of that is bad. And it will just give you more life experience. You know, it's yeah. like, what do you want to do? Drink a hot beer in a sweaty dorm room? Like it, guys, it's not fun. It's <laughs> just really like from not. experience. Okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, like you're going to make out with people that you don't care about, don't like, and like maybe smoke a joint, like in a, you know, shed, like, cool you could do that somewhere else and not be like, paying money you don't have to, do to pay it. thousands of dollars to do that like come on yeah so um, that's my that's my spiel on that no, no yeah. i never smoked weed mom moving on <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no like i i agree i agree please it, academia is a really you know it's it's just an interesting place and education is invaluable i mean genuinely like being smart, even more than being smart, but just being aware and being an expert in a field and being passionate and all those things. I totally value that. But the university is a business. Mm-hmm. You are a number. Mm-hmm. For a quota, that's what you are. Yep. Period. You ain't special. No. Sorry. You're not. And it's just <laughs> true. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, no. Yeah think about that that's the frustrating part because like like we've already said like the societal pressures of like needing to get this four-year traditional education like that kind of thing but it's not it's not worth the hype it's really not and it's not for everybody no Um, and sometimes i fantasize about dropping out so i mean me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i will say i love learning and i like going to school like I, I like being in classes. The Same. stuff that angers me is the stuff that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. the paperwork, the BS, the yep. jumping through the hoops, blah 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 blah. That stuff annoys me. Yeah. The the showing up for classes and stuff like that that I'm interested in taking. That's the greatest thing about doing upper level degrees is that like you're you're in stuff that you pick. It's not like right. this kind of defined, but like those BS classes that you have to take just because the university says so and wants to make money. 
don't need it. Don't need her. No, don't need her. No, I agree. I agree with this 100%. (laughs) So that's our spiel on education. Um, Welcome. Thanks for coming. No, but I I think it's interesting to talk about just because I'm sure, I feel like a lot of people um, think about this and I, it's interesting to hear how many people use their degrees, how many people have go away from their degrees um, or switched or blah, 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 blah. Like, so it's a real conversation to have. And also something that like, as we get older, like I would, I'm not going to push my children. Like, it's not going to be like, you have to go to college. Right. I'd rather them just do what they're like happy with. Yeah. If they say, I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, the only way that you do that is by, you know, I would say the thing that I really appreciate about mom and dad is they're not musicians. So when I was a kid, they went to my lessons teacher and they were like, how did she do this? And my teacher laid it out and like, then it became my goal and mom and dad got on board. And I think you can do that for your child with anything they want to do. I mean, if they're like, you know, I support them through anything. Actually, I was going to say something and I was like, no, we, you know, do let them do whatever they want. Show them all the options that they got and be like, yeah, I mean, if they're like, I want to rob banks, you know, like maybe okay, redirect that. <laughs> like yeah. maybe you could like stay away from banks and like maybe right. do like a little something else, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. And if you instill within your kids a strong work ethic and um uh, accountability, accountability um uh what what was the discipline? Yeah. In a in a sense of like having to work hard like you know and hustling a little bit your kid will be fine at whatever they choose you know I think also not really go ahead oh I was gonna say like don't push them to get like straight A's and that kind of stuff but always just no tell them like hey do your best like that's all I expect from you right that pressure is not helpful right also the other thing too like you don't I'm sure there are plenty of parents out there that know what it's like to work a nine-to-five that they absolutely hate so push your kids to, to work hard and do something and be successful. If that's what they want as something they're passionate about. Right. They're going to be happier. We're going to lead a generation of like more people that are just overjoyed with what they're doing and not, you know, being negative. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So that's my spiel on education. Yeah. And I'm sticking to it. I'm, (laughs) I changed my mind. You can't. Thanks. <laughs> and I won't even graduate this semester. You know why? Because I'm putting it off. So call me doctor. I don't know. Sometime later. Yeah. The, the TBT still, uh, still. Help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. School sucks, but I love yeah. it. So this has been the podcast. <laughs> okay. Let's oh, try that one more time. So this has been the podcast. <laughs> This was episode six. Six. I feel like this could be boring. No, I think it was fine. <laughs> it only feels like tiresome because you did go on the tangent in the middle. Yeah, I'm cutting that out. Yeah. It's okay. Deleted scenes 10 years from now. Deleted um, scenes, yeah. Guys, I, I'm really struggling with if if this is still fun to listen to so i really need to know okay yeah. oh oh yeah comment share like rate subscribe yeah 
literally leave things. us a thing that says stop this podcast no. <laughs> please just unfollow us on our instagram if you do not like the content thank you we will Thanks. get the message yeah um, just okay, sends, sends a middle finger emoji and it unfollows that's tea oh what? yeah exactly we can get notified whenever people unfollow us <laughs> <laughs> okay so look forward to episode seven it's gonna be get great. on that red bubble let us know what you think about education um if you hate it let us know if you like it also let us know because i need if you thought we were wrong please don't tell yeah. us we one of my love languages <laughs> is words of affirmation okay and Me! i that's my that's my top love language actually i think mine is too my Before last one is oh tea that's tea physical touch all the way down near the bottom because then it's gifts getting gifts getting gifts gifts is zero yeah i like giving gifts I enjoy giving. I gifts. hate getting gifts. Yeah. I hate receiving gifts. Yeah. It's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, anyways, that's a whole nother broadcast. <laughs> Dave Brown is on episode eight. <laughs> um, Join us anyways. as we search into the, the psyche of our Enneagram no- numbers. Yikes. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> um, we'll just end it. it. It's over. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right well, bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>
theater and the campers went home. <laughs> <laughs>